the problem. You got all the questions? Why don't you listen to me and let me hear what I'm saying, okay? I've seen anything like this. It caused uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. This is a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is... When you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Doing something purely to make a buck. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C, a dimly lit room, hey, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Voting terrorists, courtesy of Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and others. What? What now? Bernie's done. Stick a fork in him. I don't care what the polls say. He's done. Hilarious. Good luck in the heartland, Bernie. That S might fly, you know, in Brooklyn and in San Francisco, but uh, he done. Anyways, have you seen those videos of uh, the Mexicans cracking down on uh, immigrants coming through their country? Because of their racism. Because they're racist against Hispanics? Right. Man, oh man, did they drop the hammer on uh, the caravan uh-huh. over the last couple of days? Well, I guess they got this uh, big old caravan and plenty more uh, in front of it and behind it saying, no, we're not going to register. We're not going to fill out your paperwork. And they well, are, actually. So they finally are cracking down. They're grabbing, screaming babies out of mothers' arms. Yeah. And, uh, what do you want? A no screaming baby policy? The kids quiet, grab it. If it's screaming, don't. You got to crack down, Jack. You got to be tough. These are tough times. Now that would freak you out, though. Where are you going with my kid? This whole idea that you can just walk into whatever country you want and you're going to be treated well and break a... the laws. What happens when you break the law? You arrest. You get arrested and you take your kid to jail. No. They take your kid away from you. Ask anybody who's been arrested. Anyway, more on that later. There's something. Marshall, you've been arrested many times. I have indeed, sir. How many yeah. times have you been arrested? And, I, and many of it in the... Uh, in the um... Selling of drugs to school. No, 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 in the no. line of journalism. In the line of duty. Uh, line of journalism, yes. Three times. Three times total in your life. Yeah. That's not very many times. Well, yeah, but the third time was by the feds, the local sheriff, that was the, the local parking? police, that was the, the parking no, ticket the thing? Coast Guard. That's oh. uh, that's Coast what I was. Co- oh yeah, that's when I was covering a uh, story. Uh, Greenpeace was dropping off uh, divers outside of Dablo Canyon, yeah. uh, the nuclear that's, plant. Yeah, there. but you know, you're doing your journalistic duty. That's yeah. fine. Well, yeah. you did what like eight years in Supermax? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> No, it was, explains the teardrop that's yeah, it, was, it was it was more like eight hours on a stone cold floor and oh then boy. told to leave the county and not come back. Supermax, you were between the Unabomber and John Dillinger yeah, there for <laughs> John eight years. Dillinger. Don't um, come back. 
Yeah. I'll come back if I want. Yeah. Uh, but but the, so the one time you got arrested, it was your own doing, you know, the parking ticket thing. No, well, no, that was contempt oh, that, of right, court. Right, because I stood up to the judge and told right. him I, yeah, I thought he was out of line. Well, enough of your oppression, you said. Yeah, I'm out of order. You're out of order. Way to yeah. go. Yeah, standing up to the judge is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, that's <laughs> always a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and that for that, I spent a month in county. A Easy. month is a long time, and and I've got friends who have spent time in jail say county is the scariest place. Oh, it was scarier than real prison. Yep. And you're pretty too. I mean. I, I'm not going to ask. They'd be loving you from dusk till dawn. Everything was fine, and just as I was about to get out, I did notice that some of the gang members were starting to circle. So I just got like out. The turkeys. Just in yes, very much <laughs> like you know what? That's why it freaks me out? And the guy who's done a little therapy—that's probably why you're having the reaction to the turkeys. Wow! It's it's just it's <laughs> a looks prison flashback. in your mind. Yeah. Yes, in your yeah. mind, you're seeing the gang bangers. Moving around, advancing you. on me, advancing oh, on. Point me. of order: It's a nine-pound bird. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a matter of being surrounded. It's a matter. It's like yeah, claustrophobia. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, I can see that. Right. You stood up to the judge. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You showed him. You can't talk to me like that. Well, again, quit, quit bossing me around. And you're so smart with your gavel. <laughs> uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad who hasn't been to prison. There's uh, our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. Let's compare my life here to Marshall's. Let's see. I found a good mixed berry yogurt yesterday, which I like. (laughs) (laughs) And my hot water heater isn't quite getting as warm as I would hope. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as I've said many times, I wish I had uh, gone to jail at some point. Just for the life experience. I, I don't wish that I'd committed a crime or anything like that. So well, I, don't, I, I, don't know, I don't know the circumstances. In the line of journalism would be a great way to do right. it. I just, just to have undergone what it's like. Oh, yeah. To have your freedom denied and be worried about, mm-hmm. you know, knowing you have no say in things like that. I've yeah. never been in that situation. No, I had to ask to go to the bathroom all through elementary school. So I remember what that's like. Were you the kind of kid who roamed the halls then, or did you go straight there and back? Um, I mostly, I may have dawdled a bit, but I wasn't, you know, openly. I did not roam the halls. Truant. No, I wouldn't make a beeline either. You know, I'd take my sweet time. <laughs> like my friend Dwayne, who's now a cop, he would roam the halls. Go oh, to the bathroom, uh, you wouldn't see him for 15 minutes. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'd have to go look for him. And that is from lawless to law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well as the transition of uh, Chateau Relaxo version 1.0 to 2.0 continues. Uh, I, I, you know, making the calls of all the various services. I got to get transferred over to my next place, and so I was talking to my uh, my local internet provider and uh, got that all set up in the move-in dates and made sure I wasn't going to have a second where I wasn't going to be with the internet because <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Oh my God! I got a five-minute gap here. No, no, I'm hurry! <laughs> but no, do it now. During the course of that, they needed to send me a something. So they're, hey, can we text you something? And so I'm like, oh right, yeah, go ahead. I, I will accept your 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 text messages for this. But then today, starting at two. In the a.m. in the morning, I get not one, not two, but three different te- This internet company is texting me at two in the morning like they're thirsty looking for some loving. Wow, and I, I'm, I'm, geez. I, I come, come on now. Get your automated spam text things yeah. under control, people. God, that's so maddening. You do business with a company? I actually told a company, a motorcycle company recently, because I got a motorcycle for my kids. 
I said, if you don't stop harassing me, I will never buy your product again, and I love your product. Nice. But the number of phone calls and emails and texts that I've got from you is just, I can't put up with it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is brutal. And i got to stop being lazy and just swiping left and getting rid of them. i got to unsubscribe or, or whatever. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't even know if that does any good. Maybe somebody can tell us this, but so... The, yeah, I, I don't know if it does any good either. But sometimes it has unsubscribe at the top, and I think that's safe. But some of them, you got to click... You should. The only way to do it is click on the email to go to their site to unsubscribe. Right. Well, that's just a plain... How do I know that's not a phishing expedition? Right, right. Yep. Now I've got the Russians got all my bank account information. Lucky one, two, three, four, five is all up yeah. in your business. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Sean. Yeah. You up? <laughs> no, internet company. Go to bed. Hey, Jeez. Hey, can I stop by and enhance your internet speed for another $11 a month? My uploads are fine. <laughs> How do they think anybody's happy about that? They can't possibly think anybody's not not immediately having a negative reaction about their company. When they get contacted like that. Uh, uh, yeah. You Unless would, the rest of you are different than me. Well, that makes perfect sense, but the, the world would suggest otherwise. I mean, I've, there's a clothing company I really like. They hammer me like four times a day. And, I, you know, I just, uh, there are actually several. Barnes & Noble. I like to read Manuk books. They're riding me all the time. All the time. I, apparently, they think they'll, it's for most people. It's either I harmless think they're wrong, or though. I think they're wrong. Well, that could and be. we're involved I, in ad, an advertising adventure that does the same sort of thing, and I think they're wrong also. Mm. I think you're pissing people off. Yeah. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'll tell you what. We've already used up my opening statement time talking about my hard time and fighting injustice, so we can just move along. Nothing <laughs> okay. to see here. That's just always a good story, move though. Along. We'll have to maybe sometime, because uh, we're on a bunch of stations oh, yeah. that have never heard your whole story sure. right? about being in a county for a month yep. in L.A., which, uh, you know, that's, that's a big deal. Maybe we ought to have a daily feature on uh, surviving in prison. Hosted right. by Marshall. I mean, what uh, common sell item best for fashioning a shiv? <laughs> for instance, you toothbrush guy or what? Best strategies when playing poker for smokes. Did you make any uh, any booze in the toilet or anything like that? Uh, no, I didn't get to that no point. Poo- no, <laughs> no, I didn't get to that point, but I did learn the value of cigarettes. Yeah, oh, really? Cigarettes were a very valuable commodity. Freedom for your freedom. And I diagnosed why you're so scared of turkeys. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's very that's insightful. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is uh, Wednesday. April 24th of the year, 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. You know, if I got stuck in a hooskow, fashion in prison wine would be priority number one. I'd be known hot, far and wide. <laughs> prison I, sommelier. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'd have a label designed and all of it. Yeah. Well, you got chicken fingers today? No, you want to pair that with... I'd have Judy drop me off a tuxedo. I'd walk around with a bottle... And a corkscrew. <laughs> right. Oh, nice good, white good towel over your arm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules regs. Here we go at Mark. Right, what part of that does not scream <laughs> to the Democratic leadership? This is madness. I know. This is a way to get Trump reelected. Seems to be the feeling of a lot of uh, pundits. And mainstream Democrats lately. Yes. That the whole process has gone way, way, way out of the mainstream. The candidates moving so far left to out-lefty each other, they've become bizarre which, to a lot of the voters of America. Which then in comes Joe Biden. 
might be the uh, the reasonable alternative. We'll see. Anyway, uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Mexico pulls a welcome mat from migrants. Thousands of Boy Scout leaders accused of sexual abuse and NBA coach Luke Walton's abuse accusers speaking out. Coming up. Thousands of Boy Scout leaders. Isn't the number 7,000? Yes. Eight, or eight? That's incredible. Yeah. What, oh. what period of time? What have they done about it? We'll find out. Yeah. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Very amusing. We also need to get to an update on the heroic two-fisted Easter bunny. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he's been Ken Bone. Oh, that doesn't You knew it was coming. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty, Extra Large, featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. They've arrested 60 now in Sri Lanka. More details on that a little bit later. And how how likely or easily could that sort of thing happen in the United States, of course, is a question. Is their social media stuff still shut down? I don't know, actually. I'll look into that. I saw a headline. Don't do not praise uh, Facebook's decision to shut down social media in one of your techie uh, big like Wired or mm. Gizmodo or I'll something. Have to read the New I York, didn't read it. I'll have to read the New York Times response to that because the, the tech person for the New York Times said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Sri Lanka did the right thing in shutting down social media. Yeah. Yeah. And her reasoning is pretty good. Yeah. I was, I was interested in digging into it, but I just didn't get a chance. Uh, Mail bag. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot to have a freedom loving quote of the day. There was some controversy over yesterday that I said is allegedly by de Tocqueville, but seemed uh, too perfect and too modern. And a couple of people agreed with me and can't find it in his books. Um, and this is one of your like well thought of quote sites online. But wow, they got fooled. Who knows? Maybe they have. I don't, maybe they just go with the algorithms. Although no. I am somewhat bothered by uh, this. A good quote is a good quote, no matter who said it. Right. Yeah, it's an interesting practice we have of, of giving it more weight because of who said it. I mean, if it's the right. truth, it's the truth. Exactly. At the same time, though, if somebody who's generally uh, recognized as great says something, it does give it a little more weight. Not I mean, sure why, though. Yeah, my neighbor Jim once said to me, "When in the course of human events, one you know, I, you know, it's, uh, it's just different." Um. Uh, but uh, another alleged Tocqueville quote uh, for our freedom-loving quote of the day: "It is indeed difficult to imagine how men would have entirely renounced the habit of managing their own affairs, could be successful in choosing those who ought to lead them. It is impossible to believe that a liberal, energetic, and wise government." can ever emerge from the ballots of a nation of servants. I would tend to agree. 
My problem with the quote yesterday was referencing socialism in 1835. Just reading a book about the history of socialism, man, that wasn't much of a conversation in 1835. That was, yeah, that was exactly what bothered me about it. My concern. I don't think anybody was discussing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The uh, Communist Manifesto, Marx, Engels, et al., uh, 1848. Right, the guy who invented yeah. the word, because I'm just now reading a book about it, the guy who invented the word, they think, is it's early enough to have happened, but not a, like a topic of conversation. Wouldn't have been on his mind. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're fooling those sites. Your site is all about quotes and who said them, and come on now. Anyway, moving along. Uh, on the topic of uh, the fighting Easter bunny, he has been Ken Boned, and we'll tell you all about him. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. He's, he's a wolf in bunny's clothing. Uh, I was bothered by that video on a number of levels, but that in a little bit. Really? I loved it on every Well, level. it was hilarious, so that's okay. why I just kept my mouth shut. All right. Uh, I had to wear an Easter bunny suit in high school outside my family's business, writes uh, the fabulous Elise, emergency room nurse. Had to or got to. I would have loved to have worn an Easter bunny costume. Let me read on. Uh, she's an emergency room nurse now. As I sit here at work covered in red wine enchilada vomit from a lovely drunk teen, I can tell you I'd rather be in this than in a moist, pre-owned rabbit suit. The bunny head makes you want to fight. <laughs> pre-owned. Yeah, you got to get, get one new so you're only stewing in your own rabbit juices. Oh, man. get to, I don't care what it costs to dry clean it. Do it regularly. Uh, let's Every see. mascot I've ever talked to. Uh, mentions how gamey those things get on the inside. Yes, yes, it's yes, it's clearly true. Uh, ben points out, Joe, you rough talk to mountain lion. Awesome, but where are the clips? That's right, where the guy who rough talked the bear, the <laughs> gotta, tough old marine Jerry. Was that his name? You got to whip out your phone in that situation so you've uh, recorded it. My rough talking? Yeah. No, I just said holy s. <laughs> And then I guess, no, I did rough talk it. You told it to get. Get. I said get. Get, I rough talked him. It's all out of time already. I'll be dang. We'll bring you up to speed on a number of stories. Is today the day Biden gets in? They put it off till tomorrow. Put it off till tomorrow. Oh, boy. He and I wore a suit and tie for nothing. I was excited that Biden was getting in. Oh, everybody is. (laughs) Oh, boy. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So you're Sri Lankan bombers, middle class educated for the most part. Remember when the narrative was, well, they're down and out, they've got no hope. That has almost never been the case. No, it's an ideology, it's a political uh, set of beliefs. There's likely to be academics and, right, you know, doctors as, as scrubs. No, it helps to have a, a bunch of poor young men with no direction in their lives to, you know, attract an army. But in terms of, yeah, just terrorism, setting off bombs and such, no, it's, it's, it's not true. The prime minister has asked the president to resign. Which is something. Anyway, more on that later. News now with Marcia Phillips. Well, no more welcome, Matt. As it's being reported, Central American migrants hoping to get to the U.S. are running into a lot of opposition now in Mexico. Because the Mexicans are racist against people from Central America. Correct. They just don't like others. They're threatened by brown people. Exactly. That's why. It's white supremacy. 
turns out, unwelcoming townsfolk and raids by Mexican police and immigration agents who reportedly detained hundreds in Chiapas, Mexico's southernmost state. Then, as the trailing group rested, the Mexican authorities moved in, large numbers of officers grabbing men, women, and children, taking them away to waiting buses. Hundreds of others managed to run away. They hid out in the brush before they took to walking along highways. See, the other possibility, aside from the fact that uh, they're clearly just racist against Hispanics, which is silly, um, is that just it, it, countries countries all across Earth don't allow randos to show up in their country. Right. You just don't do that. But especially, especially if you have a developed welfare state. You can't have open borders and a welfare state. It doesn't work. You can't have millions, tens of millions of people coming in and sucking up social services. Mexican authorities say they detained 367 people in the largest single raid on a migrant caravan since the group started moving through the country last year. Well, you got to send the message, and I'm sure that uh, the Trump administration's putting pressure on Mexico to do this. you got to send the message, look, you can't do this anymore. You don't get to come into Mexico, travel several thousand miles, then come into the United States and live here. We're, we're ending it. It's over. Nearly 8,000 Boy Scout leaders, yes, nearly 8,000 Boy Scout leaders are being accused of sexual abuse. A lawyer who represents the alleged victims telling reporters in New York the abuse goes back decades. Lawyer Jeff Anderson said there are 7,800 abusers and over 12,000 victims listed in the Boy Scouts of America's perversion files. So they have the names. Will those names come out? Uh, He says he's going to be fighting to get the files released. So they haven't been officially released yet. Boy Scouts releasing their statements saying the organization cares deeply about all victims. They just had 8,000 names of pervos in their organization and didn't tell anybody. Other than that, they care? I mean, is that... Well, uh, what's the time period? They're saying decades. decades. Well, right. So are are 98% of them pre, you know, whatever... Just that you have to understand there were right. different attitudes about that back in the day. It's 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 wrong and it's it's awful and we have changed and it's a damn good thing. But thinking a a, a boy might be a or a guy might you know be a you know a bit of a child diddler. We ought to keep an eye on him. In 1966 was not unusual. Okay, even if I go with that and that makes sense, uh, the attitude's been quite different for a number of years now mm-hmm. and yet anybody in your ranks at all and kept it a secret, that ain't no good. Right. I don't, like care, if it's one, I don't care if it's one person. Right. I would like to know what's going on in the last 30 years, especially. There you go. Law firms across the country began running TV and Google ads encouraging victims to sign on as clients for the potential lawsuits after a report that the scouts rebranded as Scouts BSA, was getting ready for a possible Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing. God, I hate, I love Boy Scouts. I think it's a fantastic organization and all that. But God dang it. How many different organizations were keeping files on child molesters and just keeping their mouths shut? Right. Lots of them, apparently. The woman accusing Sacramento Kings coach Luke Walton of sexual assault describing the incident during a news conference. Kelly Tennant at that conference saying... And he continued to laugh at all of my pleas to get off and to stop. I thought he was going to rape me. Tennant says she had gone to a hotel to give Walton a copy of her book which he had written an introduction for. She says he asked her up to his room because he didn't want some of the players to see him, and that's when the alleged attack occurred. 
asked why she'd been waiting so long up until now to tell her story. Tennant said she was scared for her job, her safety, and what her life would be like after coming forward. Interestingly, uh, Walton's attorney, who's doing his talking for him, has gone with the full denial. This is an opportunist. We look forward to uh, contesting this. So there's no... Listen, I thought we had a thing. I don't remember it like that. No, uh, like the, 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 what's his name? The Not the blackface guy, but the rapey uh, Virginia governor guy. Right. Not the blackface guy behind him. But, yeah, he's not going with the, uh, listen, I thought it, we were cool. He's saying never happened. So, well, yeah. there, there's an NBA star recently. Uh, horror, whatchamacallit. Went from New York to Texas. Oh, Porzingis. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what you gonna call us? Some woman was acclaim, uh, accusing him of some horrifying things. Now, didn't that all turn out to be phony in the end? I didn't really follow that one, Sean. Did you? No, I, I, I didn't hear a conclusion to that, which makes me feel like it all it, it just kind of fell, that, fell through. I think that fell completely apart. And he was accused of all kinds of horrifying things and Oof. said, I didn't do any of it. And so, you, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, there are the Harvey Weinstein stories where right. you know, people did do actually do this. That's the trouble with this whole thing. You end up with two people alone in a room, only they know the truth, and it could be 100% one or the other. Right. Full-on rapist and you ought to be in prison, or full-on didn't do anything wrong. And then, you know, famously, like during the Kavanaugh hearings, the thing was, well, I want to listen to them both and uh, appraise their credibility. I've known some skilled actors and some unbelievably good liars in my day, you know? And I, that's just, that's a hard thing. Well, I, I've also known people who were awkward, not terribly verbal. They were very good people, right. but they couldn't express themselves terribly well. That might come off poorly in that setting. And as I've said, you've got the full-on guilty to the full-on innocent, and then everything in, every shade in between right. of, I thought you were into it. And, you know, so I don't know. So tough. In the NBA playoffs, the Blazers seal the deal. Blazers guard Damian Lillard hits a 37-foot game-winning buzzer beater. feet. Yep. Completes the Game 5 comeback, and they advance past Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. The Thunder. The Thunder. Done. Yeah, so Russell Westbrook, three, two or three straight seasons of averaging a triple-double and three consecutive first-round out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's all about the playoffs. And the Warriors it's not the team, the... Joe. It's not about your individual <laughs> stats. That's a good point. And the Warriors you're yelling hosting... at me, but you're right. <laughs> Warriors hosting the Clippers tonight for Game 5 in their series. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Why don't you have another season where you take every shot, get every rebound, and make every pass, and then you lose in the first round? Huh? Pathetic! No I in team. Sean says that all the time. No, but there's an M and an E. <laughs> That's good. a good point also. Whoa, 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 you're blowing my mind! <laughs> uh, now we've got conflicting messages. <laughs> you, uh, you know what? Uh, listen, uh, Michael, play Squawky again. This is a bald eagle symbolizing freedom. Jeez, that's loud. So we uh, <laughs> we've been playing that and claiming it's a bald eagle. Um, we have actually talked many times on the air about the fact that it's not. It's a red-tailed but hawk. It sounds like what a bald eagle should sound yeah, like. Right. Well, my friend Sherry texts me this screen capture. She's watching Jeopardy, and the question slash answer. You have to give you the answer, and you have to ask in the form of a question. Well, that's that's stupid. for some uh, reason. I happened to uh, flip it on last night to check out the super champion dude. 
Um, he's younger and goofier than I expected, and like super delighted that he's winning. I heard professional sports better, and I was picturing some sort of tough, grizzled, yeah. mobbed up uh, type guy. No, he's just he's he's probably some sort of math wizard. But, but Jeopardy's the smart person show. More charming than you'd expect. That, shouldn't it be about the intelligence and not the trivia of did you a- ask in the answer in the form of a question? That just seems like a dumb rule. Always well, that seems dumb no, to me. But it's almost never violated. I I've, mean, I've seen people booted. <laughs> All right. Anyway, here's the point. <laughs> so here is all here, they do. They bring in bailiffs. Yeah. Here's a <laughs> here's a Jeopardy answer slash question. The cry of the red red take two. I'm sorry, our judges say no. You slurred your words too much. (laughs) You're clearly drunk. The cry of the red-tailed hawk heard here is often dubbed in by movie sound designers for that of this majestic bird. What is a sparrow, Alec? What is what is an eagle? Oh, so, I missed it again. And as I as I replied, I said, "Damn, I thought our fraud was original." Apparently, movies do this all the time because eagles don't sound like what they should sound like. Eagles sound like a seagull. It sound like a particularly pathetic seagull. God, while usually perfect, was wrong this time. <laughs> right, and he got so the sound wrong for a bald eagle. We've corrected his error. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've corrected God in what a bald, e- bald eagle should sound like. God, do, Jack said that, not do, me. Do we have the sound of a, a bald eagle? Somebody, come on now. The actual bald eagle, it's disappointing. And that's why we all, we and the movie producers use a hawk. Yeah, but I thought we came up with that fraud. But apparently it's common as can be. It's discouraging. I thought we'd had our first original thought. <laughs> shut up, shut up. That's a yeah, bald that's, eagle? That's, ow, God, it's killing my ears. Sorry, but folks. But that's a bald eagle? See, that's not good. Oh, there's our brave and noble <laughs> national bird. Sounds like a friggin' canary. See? See? You're better off with this. This makes your heart swell with patriotic pride. And I think a pig should sound like a lion, so we should start dubbing that in. <laughs> that would be... Odd and disconcerting. Petunia is a culture pig. Anytime we have culture news. Exactly. <laughs> and roar. Roar. Tell you what, I, I played you the sound of what a mountain lion actually sounds like. Uh-huh. It mews like a tiny little kitten. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of the most chilling things I've ever seen. You know, keeping in mind, I came face to face with the mighty beast only days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a, a 200-pound mountain lion mews like a little kitten. So if you ever hear a kitten there in the uh, high country, ooh, don't go rescue it. Surely whether or not felons can vote while in prison is not going to be an issue for determining who runs against Donald Trump. Including rapists, terrorists, and murderers. Bernie's in favor of it. Bernie's done. Bye, Bernie. (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If somebody commits a serious crime, sexual assault, murder, 
They're going to be punished. They may be in jail for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, their whole lives. That's what happens when you commit a serious crime. But I think the right to vote is inherent to our democracy. Yes, even for terrible people. He was asked whether murderers and rapists or uh, old uh, Sarnaya of the Boston bomber should be allowed to vote. And Bernie said, yes, yes, terrorists in prison should be allowed to vote, which so, is a notion so nutty and ridiculous. It's just, I think he's done. So I'm looking at this done as a what? As a candidate. No. Well, he might get the nomination if he does. He'll lose 46 states. Oh, I think that's always been the case. Yeah. But um, I was trying to sound bold. Uh, so I was looking at this five. Sean gave this to me yesterday. Uh, I didn't get to it. Five takeaways from CNN's five hours of ta- town halls with 2020 Democrats. And their number one takeaway was, thanks to Bernie Sanders, felony voting rights are now a primary issue. I mean, it's not an issue anybody's like thinking about. I mean, it's not a hot issue. It Whether is, or not people in prison should be uh, should be allowed to vote. It is behind the scenes in the Democratic Party. Because there are a lot of black guys in prison who will vote Democrat. And so they're desperate to get those black guys the vote. This is Nobody's, just another version of voter suppression, is their, is their argument. Exactly. Their argument is uh, prison imprisonment is disproportionately uh, applied to black folks. And, uh, you know, they're not allowed to vote. And that's a horror. Give me uh, Kamala Harris on the same topic, Sean, please. But people who are in, convicted in prison, like the Boston Marathon bomber, on death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should be able to vote? I think we should have that conversation. That's the her weakest, default. That's the weakest <laughs> of all responses. That's her default <laughs> to a lot Bernie, of stuff. At least Bernie has a freaking position on things. Yep. He says, this is what I believe and why. Right. That whole, uh, it's something we should look at. Oh, this is freaking. a conversation we should have. Give me a break. That's Beto's, Beto, that's his go-to as well, but Kamala's notorious for that increasingly. That's, I think I need to say it for this crowd, but no, if I'm running it in a general election, no way I'm for that. Exactly. That's what that I'm not is. outright rejecting it yet. Yeah. Uh, so listen, the idea that uh, the worst source, we deny you your liberty in your pursuit of happiness, your right of speech, free speech, your right of assembly and a dozen other things. Uh, but no, you have to vote. It's just naked wanting more voters who will swing your way on the rolls. Uh, you notice nobody's talking about restoring felons Second Amendment rights. That's the constitutional right. What about that, Bernie? How, how do you feel about that? And then, um, do we have time for this? Yeah, I think we do. Appears Morgan of all people. Well, I think we got to mention okay. Mayor, Mayor Pete ahead. was a firm no. Ah, yes. Should people in prison get to vote? No. Which is the clear right answer. I mean, clear for like 85% of the country, I'm guessing. Yeah. Not even close. That's why he is a strong candidate. Mm-hmm. No. Is the answer to that question. That's a conversation uh, I think we should have. Yeah, go ahead. Here's Piers Morgan on uh, Tucker Carlson's show. I think they're on a political suicide mission, and I've said this for quite some time. I felt with the Mueller uh, collusion obsession, which many of the mainstream media have had, which many Democrats have had, which all the usual suspect Democrat uh, supporting liberal celebrities have had, that this collusion obsession, if it turned out as it has, that Mueller found there was no collusion, then that would actually act as one of the great voting bonuses for Donald Trump imaginable. 
It was two years of the establishment right. and the media and celebrities trying to depose him as president on a basically fake news story that he colluded with the Russians. And so here we are. We're now, what, 18 months from an election. And the Democrats, rather than just take their punishment on the Mueller report and say, you know what, there wasn't collusion. Mueller, our knight in shining armor, has concluded that. So we need to move on and try and get behind a candidate who has a positive brilliant idea and vision for the country which they can offer up against Trump who they see as their nemesis instead you have all these candidates last night led by Bernie Sanders Kamala Harris who's a lawyer for goodness sake all basically now standing there saying here's a great idea to win over middle America that the heartland that Donald Trump got got away from us in that last election we're gonna really campaign that the Boston Marathon bomber should be allowed to vote like, what part of that does not scream <laughs> to the Democratic leadership? This is madness. I know. This is a way to get Trump reelected. Headline in New York Times, it's an opinion piece, but Bernie Sanders scares a lot of people, and quite a few of them are Democrats. That's Piers Morgan, who is a Democrat. Right. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the stuff that's getting discussed, and I get it's the nomination, nominating process for that party's candidate, but a lot of the stuff they're discussing is so far out of the mainstream. I mean, not just to the left of, you know, the center, just way, way to the left of the Democratic Party. Well, and what's particularly notable about that, and the New York Times would agree with me, and the Washington Post, and, and you know, really anybody who's telling the truth, is that the Democratic Party has swung way left in the last 10 years. I mean, way left of where it used to be. And then if you try to get way left of that during the primaries, you're out in, in crazy land. Crazy slash commie land slash, although the communists don't let felons vote. Of course, nobody really votes, but it's just, it's wacky. The problem parties always have is uh, trying to get the best candidate that can win a general election. It's always a trouble for parties to have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if I'm a Democrat, I'm, I'm saying, hey, how about we just run on, we're not Donald Trump, we're, we're normal, sane people. With kind of your normal Democrat left of center, we're pro-worker stuff, and that's it. <laughs> and we'll win. Well, the great clamoring for democracy within the parties, like uh, Bernie got shoved out, Hillary had the fix in, it was smoke-filled rooms, no, we should let the people vote. Could be the parties decide someday, that's a bad idea. We're going back to smoke-filled rooms, we're a private organization, we can do whatever we want. Right. I wonder... You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.